I don't think that you can ever have enough podcasts. So that's why I got together with my old radio wife to make another one. Hey, Lauren, how would you describe reluctant adults? Well, I'd probably say it's a podcast by two mates who have children chatting about how they are begrudgingly bringing up their kids. Wow, that's good. Anything else? I'd add that they both have three kids each, so are constantly presented with absolutely ridiculous situations and scenarios, which ultimately lead to funny real-life stories that makes the listener think that their own life isn't actually that bad after all. Yes! Hey, we could add that each episode is themed. Well, you you could, but uh, no, there's no point saying that. Yeah, a rubbish idea. Reluctant Adults, a podcast about being a parent by me, Tim Warwood, and her, Lauren Crace. Get it from wherever you get your podcasts now. Enjoy. Turns out I've been wearing the wrong size trousers all my life. I realised I needed a shorter leg, and I got these trousers and they're like a dream. Hello, my name is Victoria Penrose. I'm a makeup artist in the world of TV and celebrity. And occasionally when I've got absolutely nothing else booked in my diary, I'm Tim and Gendel's makeup artist. Welcome back to another edition of Tim and Gen's Weekend Podcast. A respective look into the lives of two best mates, what they've got up to over the weekends, which just leaves you feeling like actually your life isn't that bad after all. Enjoy. That's nice. And actually, we were just talking about our TV show before this, and she was the makeup artist on it. She was. She had a cameo once. Remember when we got her to be a cameo, a ca- have a cameo role in it? Because we needed an extra to play a policewoman, and she got dressed <laughs> up as a policewoman. And we were, it was set in New York. We had a New York backdrop, and we went, can you be a New York cop penners in this next scene? And all we got to do is come on and just say, what are you guys doing around here? In like a New York accent or something and she came on and did it in the most perfect Cornish accent I've ever heard <laughs> and we just burst out laughing and we're like, well, you're not even going to try and do a New York accent she was like oh no you're my bad brain what are you doing what are you doing in Manhattan what are you doing around here in, in, in a city that never sleeps and we were like what are you that's not New York but it was good performance anyway I'll tell you what her New York was better than your Cornish I'll tell you that <laughs> it probably was There we go. Here we go. Welcome back. How are you? Episode 23, Tim and Gen's Weekend Podcast. As Penner says, it's the podcast where me and him sit down for a chat because let's face it, Maureen Lipman back in the BT adverts was right. It is good to talk. So we sit down and chew the fat every Monday as best mates do. What's that face for? Well, it, it was uh, Maureen Lipman. It was Bob Hoskins. It's good to talk. It was Bob Hoskins. It wasn't Maureen Lippman. She may have done the adverts first, but Bob Hoskins had that catchphrase. It's it's good to talk. I bet Maureen Lippman did it before Bob Hoskins. Really, don't search it now. We'll ask the listeners to tell us. Yeah, let's do that. That's easier, isn't it? Don't have Um, to type then, do you? Yeah, so this is, uh, yeah, if you're new to the podcast, where me and Tim check in on each other, see how we're doing, check we're doing all right. Um, it's important, isn't it, Timo, to check in on your mates? And... It is. I mean, we went from, um, if there's any new listeners, hello, 
Thanks for listening. We've got an ever such a extensive back catalogue. <laughs> That'll take you a long time to get through. Um, no, we uh, we started this podcast because, well, Gendal's like my kind of husband, dare I say it, really. I am married to a wife, but um, we've spent a lot of time standing next to each other doing things. We've been best mates since we were 15. And um, actually, before the pandemic hit, we spent the whole year, three weeks of every month for a year, we spent... Um, standing next to each other, working on a TV show called Animal Impossible for the BBC. Um, and we just found out that we, we missed each other, didn't we? <laughs> In yeah. a weird way. I mean, we hated each other when we were together, but then the moment we stopped and couldn't see each other, then yeah. we really missed each other. Didn't realise what we had, did we? Till it's gone. <laughs> that, that old, old, uh, that old boot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come on then, Friday. Oh, sorry, mate. What were you going to say? Well, I was just going to say, we kind of mentioned it the other day, didn't we, that this podcast as it's about two mates having a catch-up it's quite uh, relevant to a charity that we've done a bit of work for before calm so yeah. if anyone doesn't know anything about calm it is the the campaign against living miserably and they share our passion for encouraging people to speak up and check in on their mates and and all those small gestures that can mean a lot to someone going through a tough time yeah it really can and in no way is this an advert or anything but if you are ever struggling and if you do need somebody to speak to, then their helpline is open every single day. Five o'clock until midnight. It's free. It's anonymous. It's confidential. And we'll put that number in the show notes. Yeah. So there's always someone to talk to. We've got a lot of time for Calm, haven't we? They're good we guys have. We've there. done it. Yeah, they are good guys. So um, there you go. I guess we should start. And we'll start with Friday. <laughs> All right. Hang on. Play the jingle. I've got the jingle quite ready, oh, have I? Hang Christ on. Christ almighty, we're on episode Let 23. Me. Here it comes. Friday, Friday. What did you do on Friday night? Friday night. I'm instantly going to break the rules. Why? Because I'm going to tell you what I did Friday afternoon. I don't, I don't want to know. No, literally nobody wants to know. But it's the most exciting thing I did all weekend. Nobody cares. <laughs> and, and it involves something... That has never happened to me ever before in my life. It's a, fir- don't care. a, a gendo first. Not a good enough tease. Don't care. You don't want to know? You nope. don't want to know? That something <laughs> that's never yeah, happened actually. in my 39 years of life, this has never happened to me ever before. You found money. You found some money. No, no. It's really not that exciting. I've bigged it up. Oh. But that's, that's how you tease. Um, well, I went to the dentist. I've done that before. Yeah. That, that's not it. Um so I went to the dentist on Friday afternoon. It was late afternoon, so I'm classing it as early evening. I know but, what it um, is. Go on. I know what it is. You did some social media posts where you talked to the camera and were yourself without trying to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did do that. That wasn't it, though. Yeah. Oh, oh, that I've wasn't done, it. Done that before loads of times. Um, no, I went to the dentist, right, because I, like I had like this gap in my teeth. Like I had a, had like a filling ages ago and some for some reason it's like it's left like this gap in my teeth and um i went to have that fixed basically so they were shaving it and shaving it and then filling it in yeah so it was like a it was like a like a an hour and a half kind of surgery thing oh wow. um but i had so they gave me the anesthetic like proper anesthetic like about three or five pricks of the needle type thing and all of a sudden i'm completely numb yeah but, um and I've had that loads of times, had work before, went completely numb. But my, my heart was going absolutely wild. Have you ever had that with anaesthetic? You're scared. No, this is the thing I wasn't, but my heart was like 
like crazy palpitations like going wild and i had to stop and i turned to the dentist and i went is it meant to make your heart does your heart does anesthetic make your heart beat and he went yes yes funny you said that it does it gives you so much adrenaline that it gives you heart palpitations. I was like, I've had it before. At this point, my mouth was numb by the way. So I was like, I've had it before then. I've had it before then, Tith. And uh, it never happened before. And he went, uh, well, yeah, no, it's, sometimes it just can just give you that much of adrenaline rush. So I was sitting there, my heart felt like it was going like the clappers. Ten to the dozen. Ten to the dozen. And I was like, man, I am like jacked up for this. Mouth open. And then um, they started doing the work. They put one of those clamp things in to keep my mouth open. So have you ever had one of them like that? It's like a wedge and then you can kind of relax. And then about 20 minutes into the thing, I realized I was falling asleep and I fell asleep. And that's the thing that's never, ever happened to me in the dentist before. I fell asleep in the dentist chair. I think the adrenaline come down was such a come down after my high. <laughs> that I suddenly felt so sleepy and I was like, I think I might nod off here. And then all of a sudden I did that thing where you think, you know, you think you're falling off a cliff and you jolt back to life. And I had like two people's hands in my mouth. And I was like, I'm in the dentist and I fell asleep. I've never, oh ever thought God. you could fall asleep in a dentist chair and I did it. So that's it, really. That was the thing that never happened before. Um, I, I'm going to say that's not, a, that's not a common occurrence. Like you've said that like, oh, can't believe this hasn't happened to me before. <laughs> No, nobody's ever fallen asleep in the dentist chair. That's, well, that's like... what I think. That was why I thought it was pretty special because I wanted to see if anyone else, because I was like, why did I fall asleep? Was I that tired? Like what? Why? And, and it's not like me to have just fallen. I don't fall asleep easy. So I must have just, I think the adrenaline like was such a, like dropped off that I just went the other way really quick. And, uh, and suddenly I was like, I was probably only out for like a minute. But I was definitely asleep it because fed, I did that. It, yeah, I did that thing where you come back. Yeah, like a <gasps> jolt. I did that. So it might have been even like thirty seconds, but it was asleep, one hundred percent asleep. Were you embarrassed? Um, I don't know if they noticed. I, I think they go? might have thought it was just a twitch. Did you or go? My... Was I snoring? Was I snoring? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That was quite weird. And I just remember thinking, wow, has anyone else ever fallen asleep? I'm going to ask that. So, if it, so guys, if you've ever fallen asleep in the dentist chair, let us know no. what happened to you. How long were you out for? What was the experience? What were Literally you done? nobody's ever done that before. Well, we'll find asleep. out. We'll find out with all the listeners. And then, um, and then quickly, I'll finish my dentist story because I obviously went out and paid for the, the treatment and realised I couldn't talk very well with my thingy uh numb mouth and had a bit of a lisp so i came outside and i recorded you a message on my <laughs> me, phone yeah me personally because i thought i'm definitely going to talk about my falling asleep on the podcast and i'll probably mention that i had a numb mouth so i may as well record tim a little message from gendo in the past to <laughs> to tim in the future so uh here's uh gendo from friday afternoon hey timo this is gendal from the past friday um i'm just ooh spooky it's like time travel uh I, I might be talking a bit funny because i've got a i've got a uh, numb mouth just been in the dentist and i thought i'll probably mention this on the on the podcast and i thought well why don't i record a bit to show the example of my mouth not working very well so this is me talking with the lisp um that's it hope this emphasizes 
my story better and, and uh, helps. Uh, bye. I'll throw back to you, Gendal in the future now. Gendal in the future, over to you. Thank you, Gendal oh, in the past. That's you good. So there I you like go. that. That was, all, that was the list. There's no point in talking about it if you haven't got an example. I thought it's my chance to get a bit of content and, uh, like I say, emphasise the, the story. Always thinking. Incidentally, what I really liked about that clip was that was actually a glimpse into Gendel from the future. That is 75-year-old Gendel with his teeth in. Also, <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's how you're going to sound when you're 75. Oh, hello, everybody. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was good, mate. So oh, well, I'm glad. And how, and how is it now? How's your tooth now? It's, it, I tell you what, he did brilliant work. Fantastic. Did really good. It was, I mean, it was numb that night and... Uh, but it's perfect now. He did a really good job. So, how much did you pay for that? Uh, I think that was it. Was why are you always asking me how much I pay for stuff every time, and then I get lulled in. Because I'm treat, treatment was a was I think forty one pounds. That's pretty good, Flipping isn't it? it? Backstreet dentist, mate. No, sure it was safe. Pretty, it, do you know what? I thought it was cheap. I think I'd had to pay before for the first checkup as well. So I yeah. don't know. But it was it was an initial. I think it was a discount because it was work he'd previously done that probably wasn't Roger didn't go yeah. as well the first time. So I think Correct. it was like a bit cheaper. But, Made uh, count second time round though, didn't he? Mm, yeah, it was nice. Uh, so that was yeah, it's kind of my Friday. Then came back, made a Thai curry. Very uh, nice. Bit of zoom in. That was that was kind of it. What about you? Give us give us your Friday night. Smashed it. Absolutely smashed Friday night. Got hammered, danced, partied. Oh yeah! This, the, this was the end of homeschooling, at disco. Um, my little sister texted us in the day. She's like, "Do you fancy jumping on Zoom a little bit later on with the kids, and we can have a little bit of a you know living room disco?" So me and Lucy were like, "Yeah, this, this is that, this is a great idea." Yeah. So put all the brew dogs on to chill, didn't I? And then I um basically. Turned on to Ali at four o'clock. We opened up some champagne. We celebrated. Um, I did a job for my mate Gilsey a couple of years ago. And instead of getting paid with money, I got paid in those magic bulbs that change colour and turn disco lights. So got all them out, turned on the disco. Um, and we had a we had a, a living room disco, but it went on. I mean, the kids had gone and it was me and Lucy Hardcore rave to Ganja Crew at 7.45. Absolutely hammered. <laughs> loving, loving life. And we went on till 9.30. We did four o'clock until 9.30 living room disco. It was mega. It literally had on your social, because I watched your story and it did look really fun. But it oh. had that like it was really funny because the lights are flashing and you two were dancing. And then and then if you look down, you saw the kids like staggering around the dance floor <laughs> as kind of young kids do but for some reason because it looked like a nightclub it looked like they were like the wasted people in the nightclub stumbling <laughs> around but like as Sonny was dressed as like was he a spider-man or something yeah spider-man yeah and it was yeah. like look at the look at the hammered guy in this spider-man outfit as like oh, that's Sonny he's yeah he's three <laughs> but it looked really fun Oh, we've thoroughly enjoyed ourselves properly let our hair down paid for it on Saturday of course but that's okay um, what do they say? If you want to ride the bull, you got to pay the devil or something. You've got to ride the horse. You got to pay the man. Yeah, the horse. Absolutely. Yeah. That was Friday night. It was good. We had a we had a fun time. 
Look good. Yeah, were, were you pretty were you pretty hungover on Saturday then? Well, let's just get Was. straight into it. Let me play the jingle. Hang on. Is there, is there anything else on Friday you want to mention? Go for it. What did you do on in the day? And of course, what did you do on Go on then. Saturday morning. Hangover. Went to the tip. Had a stupid 9.30 slot the tip booked. And because getting a because getting a slot the tip is so it's like, you know, hen's teeth in it. It's super rare. So um you gotta book two weeks in advance to go and throw stuff away. So I couldn't let it slide. So even though I had a hangover, I filled up the back of my car with loads of rubbish and I went and threw stuff away. And it is such a nice feeling to go to the tip and just throw do your marry condo wherever it is and you kiss it and you say thanks and then you throw it away and that's it and it's gone and you could just it's just brilliant marry who marry condo she did that um minimalizing documentary oh, on netflix yeah, yeah, yeah. um and you're supposed to kiss it and say say thank you and then throw it yeah. away yeah apparently i mean i didn't do that with the bags of rubbish but i did it with um a shelf and meant a to do with everything bits. mate everything mm. No. Uh, but no, it was really nice. Nearly came home with more than I went with. That's the normal thing for me at the tip. I look at look at what everybody else is throwing away, and I go, "Why are you throwing that away? Don't throw that away. Throwing away a bike. You can fix that." That's normally what I do. Lucy's dad. Lucy's dad would come home from the tip every, every time he went to the tip, regardless of what he'd go for. He'd come home with a bike. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well. You can't talk because this just makes me want to tell the story about the mirror and the jumble sale. Oh, that's that is... different. That's not at the tip, though, was it? That was but, the. Yeah, but you couldn't go to that jumble sale without coming home with something and spending way more. Can we can we tell that story quickly? We got time. Yeah, go on. Do it quick. Um, all right, I'll do it quick. Uh, years and years ago, when me and Tim lived together, we we decided to we had so much stuff clutter that we. Could do with a bit of cash. Let's go to the jumble save super early in the morning. Let's sell some stuff, make a bit of quick cash. We were um, hung over that day, weren't we? We were. I think we were. Yeah. It was about a 6 a.m. start. We went up to this jumble sale. Tim's uh, girlfriend at the time, I don't think you, you weren't married then, were you? Lucy came and you had a little stall next to mine. We started selling some stuff. I was doing all right, but you know, people don't want to spend more than 50p for stuff. So, you know, I probably made about seven quid. I looked across at you. How are you getting on? Not that good, actually. Um, probably got about four quid's worth of stuff. Lucy had spotted a mirror, a vintage mirror that she really liked. I thought, Tim, we've got to buy that mirror. It's such a cool vintage mirror. You were like, no way. We're here to sell. We're not here to buy. We're going home with some money. We're not. See, gonna, my principles we're, were right there, weren't they? They were. You were stubborn. You were stubborn. But hours went on. Lucy badgered about this mirror. Come on, Tim. It's so nice. So nice. In the end... You gave in and went, okay, let me go and look at this mirror. You went and bought the mirror, gave in and went, it is quite nice. Okay, I'm going to buy it. It's worth knowing at this point, the mirror was £8 and we'd sold £4. Uh, we'd, and we'd sold £4 of stuff. Was it £8? I thought it was more than that. I thought it was more I, expensive than that. I remember it being double. Double what you'd, what you'd made. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. Well, either way, so you, you'd given in. Bought the mirror. I was stood at my little uh, jumble cell 
area and all of a sudden I felt a blinding light in my eyes and I couldn't see. I was like, what is that? Oh, you know, when someone's blinding something. And then I realised, I looked in the distance and I saw Tim holding the mirror above his head, shining, <laughs> the, shining the mirror in my eyes. Bouncing the sunlight straight into yeah. his eyes. And he was holding it up, picture himself holding this mirror above his head, laughing at how funny he was for shining it in my eyes and blinding me. Little did he know that while he was standing there, a, a lady had walked in front of him, left her bag in front of his shins. So then when he tried to walk forward, he tripped straight over the bag, <laughs> holding onto the mirror still, smashing the mirror on the floor, completely on the floor. Well, in fact, you fell to the floor and we didn't quite know you, whether you'd smashed it and the whole jumble sale area stopped and turned stopped dead and went, ooh, ooh. And there was a silence in the crowd because I'm like, oh no, is it broken? And then you stood up and all the glass fell out the mirror and the whole crowd, everyone around the market went, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh so you went home, what, minus? Oh, he went quite quite down that day. From oh. If it was a casino, it wasn't a good day for you. Mate, terrible. Didn't, didn't yeah, even it was break it, even. Basically, I went, no, it didn't even break even. It cost us money to go and do the jumble sale. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, that just reminded me of that because you're saying going going there to get rid of stuff and coming back with more stuff. You always do. Yeah, that. I know. I am pretty good at that. I am pretty good at that. Uh, and then Saturday was chilled, man. We uh, we cruised after that. We we um, did some spring cleaning, garden tidying, just cruised. It was nice, nice. Nice day. What about you? What did you get up to? Saturday. Um... My voice went funny then. Saturday. Um, started as I always do. Bit of toot camp, 10 a.m. toot camp. Boshed that out. Uh, then, as a little treat, remember last week when we were talking about fashion, new oh. fashions and what to do? Yeah. So, in the week, I ordered some new trousers and they came. Um, well, I say I ordered them. Camilla, Camilla picked them out for me and said, Do you like these? I think they're good. And I went, Okay, let's give them a go. Uh, they came. Turns out I've been wearing the wrong size trousers all my life. I realised I needed a shorter leg. And I got these trousers and they're like a dream. It was like, uh, they fit like a glove. If a glove was like the perfect fitting trousers. And uh, well, Hang on, what do you mean you've been wearing the wrong trousers your I've whole life? I've always had a 32 leg and I've realised a 30 leg is better. Well, I'm a 32 and, and I'm bigger than you. I think you should try a 30, mate. I, I do think I think for some reason we've got in our heads 32, 32, and it's stuck. And really, we should be sticking with 32, 30s. Can I just say, mate, I'm quite happy with our look. I'm not going through a midlife crisis like mate, you. it's so. not about how we, we said this last week. It's not about how you look, it's how you feel. I put these trousers on, and I instantly felt like they were, the, they were right. And, and then we went for a walk around the park, and I felt like... Did you get any compliments? No. Anybody wolf whistling you off scaffolding? No, well, they wouldn't do that. They couldn't well. have looked that good then, could they? Well, people were like walking past, like nodding. <laughs> no, they weren't. And when they nod, you know, it's like that was for the trousers. I peg my trousers anyway, mate. I still turn them up. I'm still in early 2000s East London look. So my, my yeah. skinny jeans are rolled up to show my pink socks. Yeah, you see, but if you got 30s. You wouldn't have to roll them. They'd just fit fit nice. Can you see your socks? Something that was like Siri then. My Siri just turned on. I don't know what I said that sounded Siri-ish. Um, 
Yeah, so that was literally the best thing about my day was I've got some trousers that I was really stoked on. Hold the Siri thought, because I want to tell you something about that in a little bit. Is that the end of your Saturday? Uh, yeah, what else did we do? Yeah, I had a walk. Then we had dinner. We had lots, we had like a... You had dinner. leftovers, because you always have leftovers. No, we didn't. I had leftovers in the day of the Thai curry, but in the night we decided to have a bit of a platter, you know, like a Christmas platter where you have like loads of like crisps and dip and cheese and beetroot and meat and a pizza and loads of bits. We did that. You just, no, you just mean dinner. So that's not a Christmas party. That's just no, normal in our house. No, we just have just, loads. Yeah, I suppose. You just whip out what you've got. Well, we did that. And then we watched nice. the Recommender of the Week, which I'll tell you about later. But yeah, that oh. was pretty much Saturday. Go on, right. tell your Siri thing. Well, no, we'll get on to it because it actually pertains to, um, to Sunday more than Saturday, but it does link to Saturday. But before we do that, let's find out what the listeners have been doing. So. This one comes in from Jono in North London. So I was going BMXing with some friends and I went up to this little spot in Tottenham um, and I've got some really nice um, new pedals. Well, they were new two years ago, but that seems pretty new to me. And uh, they've got some pretty good spikes in them. And... I was wearing shorts. I decided to wear shorts because it was kind of fairly warm on the Saturday. And uh, for the first time on those pedals, I slipped my pedal and uh, I didn't even hit it that hard, but just kind of slid my shin down the pedal fairly well. And uh, I now have some really good grooves in my shin. Uh, and that, that was, um, so that was pretty cool. And then it was made, there was a suggestion made by Hersha that I should maybe get some shin pads or knee pads or something. Uh, but what does she know? They're not cool. So I'm not going to do that. There you go. Hey, that Hersh. I'm not going to do that. It's it worth noting. Some shin pads. It's worth noting. He's 44. Mm-hmm. He should know better, shouldn't he? He'll never, he'll never know better. Well, thanks, Jono. That is nice. That is very nice. And that's it for listener stories. Um, thanks for that. Keep them coming in. You know what to do. Just slide them into our old DMs. We did have one other message in our DMs. It's not really a listener story. Well, I guess, I guess it kind of is from Kelly Hope, who said that there's definitely something dodgy about the Gendel fan page because it froze her laptop when she tried to open it. Oh! So if you're new to the podcast, there's a mystery Gendel fan page that we don't know who set it up. Tim's also got one. We've got no idea who set his up. Hang on. Hang on a minute. What? Play the jingle. Have you got news? Oh, got fuck. news. You always say play the jingle and I'm not quite... There you go. Baby! So, play some tension music if you've got a fan page news. Mate, that is a great idea. So, fan pages. I had a fan page set up for me. Because I'm perhaps a little bit more famous and better loved than Gendel. Then Gendel got jealous and then he set up a fan page for what? himself. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't be, don't, you shouldn't even Very... talk about that because people do think that that's what I did and I didn't. So, Gendel. So, then somebody set one up for Gendel. Now, 
I actually know who set mine up. Go on, this is big. Are you ready to find out who set up my fan page? Yes. It is... Joe Rackley. Joe Rackley. Of course, it was. well, I, I hassled him. We should explain who Joe Ratley is. Explain who Joe Ratley is to the, Joe, to the listeners. Joe Ratley is a, a guy that we've known through snowboarding for 20 years, plus probably. Um, and he's, a, he's from Hemel Hempstead or Watford or somewhere london And he is a real-life stuntman. He's a model maker. He's worked on such films as Jurassic Park, Lost World, and all those movies. And he's also made the games for Crystal Maze. Mm-hmm. Um and as well as that, he made the Tim Warwood fan page to freak out Kendall. <laughs> so what? He did it to he, get, get at me. He, he did it to get at you. But it worked pretty good, didn't it, for a few weeks. But then egg on both mine and Joe's face, because we were keeping it a secret from you for a couple of weeks. But then someone genuinely made you what? Someone has made... So it's not Joe. Well, I, I literally thought it was Joe who did mine. I thought it must be... It might be him. Um... But he, it, yeah, I spoke to him the other day and asked him if he did it and he didn't, well, a few days ago and said, is it you? And he said, no. But now if he yeah. did yours, maybe it is him. I don't know. He swore, he swore, he was like, I promise it's not me. He did actually send me a little um, voice memo to play, actually, but well, I didn't but it's get not that He's not doing but my it's one. not him. It's basically him going, uh, guys, <laughs> It's not me. <laughs> well, whatever he talks. <laughs> he does that sounds like that. exactly like Joe, that. can you record us a message like that saying it's not you doing the Gendel? No, I don't think he's doing the Gendel one. Okay, so we still don't know who's doing the Gendel one. So then. we still don't know um, who's doing the Gendel one. And also, <clears throat> actually, there's not been a lot of clues. We did ask them for clues and they've, been, they've not been very forthcoming with putting many clues up as to who yeah, it is. They need to put some kind of clue of who it is, but anyway. They've started slating me on it. Anyway, it is... Official Gendel fan page on Instagram. We'll put the link to that in the show notes. And also while we're at it, we'll throw in a little link to Joe Rackley and his Instagram page because mm. he's worth a follow. He does some he amazing things and he's a good dad and he's a, he's got some top dad in up there. So go give him a go give him a little watch and a listen and a subscribe and all that yeah. stuff. And we'll keep you updated on the fan page next week if we uh if we know any more about mine. Baby. Right, should we do Sunday? Yes, please. Wow. Interested. I want to know about you. Sunday morning. And afternoon. And evening too. Go on then. I spent more time on Sunday morning trying to connect my turbo trainer to my Bluetooth Apple TV than I did riding it. <laughs> Hang on, you moved it out into the lounge? Yeah. I was oh, feeling mate. a bit weird. So I was like, I'm going to have a go on this on the TV because I've read reviews that you can use it on your TV. And I was like, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Cycling my lounge. It was actually such a nice day. I should have gone outside in the ironic... <laughs> it was so nice on Sunday, wasn't I know. it? Was that should the have nice gone... day? It was, it was pretty cold, actually, up here in Birmingham. It was cold. Um, Lila went for a socially distanced bike ride with her best friend from school and her parents. They cycled past the house and she jumped on the train and, and she went off for a cycle out, actually outside while her dad cycled in the lounge um, on a turbo trainer that he couldn't even get connected to the telly. 
genuinely took me 25 minutes. Then I jumped on it and I started cycling and I was so bored. And where I positioned the bike, I didn't really think about it. But I positioned the bike so perfectly in the center of the living room that when I sat up from the handlebars to get air into my lungs, my head went inside the lampshade. (laughs) It was was like wearing a hot lampshade head. And I, did you, you move know, it or did you just keep doing it? No, because I was cycling. No, I was cycling <laughs> and I was in the zone at this point. <laughs> oh, so in the end, I did, I did like 19 minutes. I did a like 10K and I was oh, like, this wait. is rubbish. So I just that got off. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's nice. It was also a really bright day. And for some reason, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. I live like, so I live on a, I live on a normal road where you've got houses next to you and opposite you. You know, I live on a suburban road and I've got a bay window that like wraps around. And um, it wasn't, I wasn't in the bay window. I was in the center of the lounge, but for some reason I just felt really like everyone could see me. And the guy across the road, Paul, that's doing a lot of um, doing a lot of DIY, kept running, coming out to the front. And every time he'd come out to the front with loads of like bits in his arms, he'd look me straight in the eyes. And I felt so weird. While you were cycling. While I was on the turbo trainer with my top off in the lounge wearing Did you have your top off? Because it was really hot. <laughs> Did you have your little like um your yeah. little cycling shorts things on? Like, yeah, my... you're a strong man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cycling. Yeah, um, that, that, I mean, they're quite a strange look when you have your top off with it. Yeah, so that was it. Cycling indoors. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. That is funny. Oh, man. It's so annoying if you take ages to set up something to do a workout. That's why you need to just go with simple things straight away. You've just got to do it. By the time you put the shoes on and you. It's still set up, mate. It's still in the lounge. I said Is to Luce, I was like, I'm going to have another go tomorrow. Can I leave it here? She went, um, do you have to leave it there? I was like, please. Tomorrow as right. in today? Yeah. Have you had a go today? No, of course I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Just got a bike in the lounge. Uh, so there we go. Yeah. Mate, that's funny. Um, and then it was, I set up a slack line in the back garden. They're very difficult. They're very wobbly, slack lines. But um, yeah. I think they're in the kind of they're in the same family as hacky sacks, aren't they? Like yeah, just... and Diablo balls. Diablo balls, and <laughs> well, I'm gonna guy who's got a Diablo ball. If you've got a slack line, yeah. um, good for your core strength, apparently. Um, yeah, it did look wobbly. I saw it oh, on mate. your story. It did look a bit wobbly. I think really it looks wobbly. like a bad, like a knee, bad knee injury waiting to happen. Those things. So many people commented to message me and say that um, it looks like an ankle snapper. So that's mm. good. Um, oh. Yeah, deadly. Bad Did you tighten it up? In the yeah, just as wobbly. Um, even you tight. tighten it up then? No. <laughs> not enough. Obviously not enough. Then it was my dad's birthday. When I saw my dad, threw a birthday cake at him from the end of the drive. Oh. And early to bed, ready for radio. Went on radio today, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Breakfast how radio. It, how was it? Happy birthday, Steve, quickly. Happy birthday, Steve. Does he listen to this? He has listened. Does he? Um... I don't know. Might be interesting actually to see if he messages me about this. He doesn't message me very. He's not very forthcoming with the old compliments, my dad. So no. um, yeah, no, he's, uh, not, he's not like that really. But um, happy birthday, which is fine. Which is fine. Happy birthday, dad. Um, 
Yeah, that was well, it. tell us about radio today. If we break, yeah, that we was... did break the rule on my Friday afternoon, so you may as well tell yeah. us about it on Monday morning. Um, so I used to work on radio a long time ago, two years ago now, believe it or not. And um, yeah, I worked on breakfast radio in Birmingham on free radio, and they've called me in this week as a substitute teacher. So Dan, that normally presents the breakfast show, he's away. So I stepped in and went and and, and for this week anyway, I'm on breakfast radio six till ten. It's good. What Talking time to were you yourself. Up this morning, <clears throat> four forty-five. Oh, mm. mate. Yeah. Muscle memory, though, in it, you can probably remember it. That it, a- it absolutely isn't. Um, I'll tell you that yeah. right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I really struggled, and I found it very difficult. And because it's see what I had, I used to do it with. Um, three others. So I chat with Lauren, Mitch and Lovedev who were in the room with me, but now I'm doing it on my own. So I'm telling these jokes and funny stories or what I think's funny, but you've got no gauge of whether you think they're funny or not. And so you're just going, yeah. And uh, I went to the shop and bought some milk. And of course the milk was off. Uh, cottage cheese. <laughs> Here's pink. Well, flipping. Was that one you, of them? No, but you, that's just like an example. But you feel like, you feel like, Alan Partridge. Yeah. It's really, it's really weird. Hey, what's all that about? Anyway, coming up, it's Rihanna. Yeah. No, you were good. I, I, I listened to a bit of it today. You were good, man. You sounded like you uh, sounded like you never left. Oh, thanks, so, uh, man. No, sounds Gave you a shout good. out, didn't I? Gave yeah, you a shout yeah. out. Nice one. Um, no, that's good. That's cool. You get to do that for a week, though. Good. So what's going on in tonight? Bit of bunts in it. Mm, Not saying. A little bit of buncey. Bit of bunts and burner. Incidentally, if you're listening and you want to hear me on the radio tomorrow morning or this morning or whenever this week, um, just say to your smart speaker, play Free Radio Birmingham and uh, you can have a listen. Mm. Or go to Free Radio. Yeah, or go to freeradio.co.uk. So that was it. Um, Bed tonight early. Yeah, I've got to try and get to bed for half eight, nine o'clock. Nice. Mm. Nice. How was your Sunday? Uh, it was good. It was nice. Went for a Sunday run. I didn't do loads, so I'll keep it quite short, really. Jeez, uh, man. What are you training for? Like Armageddon or something? Just, you like? I'm a, li- I'm a little bit addicted to exercising every day at the moment. I feel like I don't do loads by all means. I'm a, I don't I'm do a little a, bit addicted to exercising means, every day. By all means, I'm not doing a lot. By any means, I meant. Um, I don't know. I just like it. I like a run at the moment. Uh, I like a Sunday run because I know I'm going to come back and probably relax all afternoon and not and watch the football. So I think it makes me feel like I've earned it more. But I went on a different route this time. I went up to Clissold Park, went a different way. And there's this little bakery. Um, <laughs> this tiny. What I do is I go on a, what I do is I go on a 40 minute run, which burns, <laughs> I think roughly around 3000 calories. And then I stop to buy cakes <laughs> with the calorie equivalent of 4000 calories. Exactly. It doesn't matter. No, I didn't buy any cakes, although they had delicious cakes in there by the looks of it. But I did my run, and then I was coming back, and and this, and every time I go past this bakery, it, there's a queue every Sunday. And I'm like, is this the girl that fobbed you off with the cold hot sausage roll? No, different one. Oh, different, okay. Different place. So, so this is a different uh, way up onto Clissold, but there's always a queue. And on my run, I thought, you know what? And I knew we were going to have like a brunch when I came back, and I had to get some bread. So I was like, I'm going to stop there and get a nice loaf from there on the way back. And luckily, came back. No queue. I was like, oh, wicked. So I was... I know why. Why? They'd run out of bread. Nah, they hadn't. Oh, good. Picked myself up a nice uh, 
pick myself up a nice sourdough uh, loaf. Go on, you're probably going to ask how much it was because you. How much do. was that? Four pound fifty. It was. God. I know, but you should see the size. Margaret of it. and Dan, if your mom and dad are listening to this, they'll be having absolute kittens. I know. It was four insane. pounds for bread. For a, Did but it, it was massive. Fly loaf. home. But this is the no. This is what happened. So it was. It was massive. It was like the size of a football. Yeah, huge thing. So I tucked it under my arm. So I was like, well, I'm going to finish running home. And then I realized it felt like a rugby ball under my arm. <laughs> so I kind of felt like I was a rugby player on the way home. <laughs> and I, in my head, I pictured myself as a rugby player <laughs> dodging, dodging three people. <laughs> we going like, I've got to get the bread home. I'm going to get the bread home. And it was like, it felt really, if you took any, I defy any man in the world to tuck anything <laughs> ball shaped under their arm whilst jogging and not to pretend that they're a rugby player. That's what I did basically. And I swear it gave me a little bit of spring in my step for the last bit of the run. Oh. Got back and I was like, darling, I've got a posh sourdough. Here we did go. You, did you burst through the front door and then run straight into um, Camilla's solar plexus and knock her <laughs> off her feet? Slide along the floor into her shins. <laughs> yeah, and then I got up and then I slammed the loaf on the floor as hard as I could so it bounced off. <laughs> No, I didn't do that. I just sliced it and we had eggs. Oh. Uh, well, that, was, that was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was literally... I'm, it was so fun, I might do that next Sunday. I might go and get the same loaf and, get, and do my rugby and my rugby finisher. <laughs> it could be a new workout, that. The bakery rugby run. Uh, yeah, that was, about, that was probably the highlight of Sunday. Then I... Watch the Mate, that'll be the highlight, the highlight of your week. Oh, no. Charging home with a rugby ball-shaped loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was wicked. It was wicked. So, yeah. Nice. Watch the football. Then we finished watching my recommendo over the week. So, shall we move into the recommendo? Oh, my God, Gendel, you are dangerous. Okay. Gendo recommendo. Yeah. Okay, uh, Gendo's Recommender. This is where I recommend something I've watched during the week, whether it be a film or television series. This week, it was a television series, a Sky Atlantic show by the name of Your Honour, which is the Yes, new, um, Brian Cranston. Yes, have you heard about it? I've heard about it. It's very much in the same vein as your, um, as your Breaking Bad's and your Ozarks. Good guy, yes. bad situation. Exactly. Exactly. It's got a, it's got a thing is I don't want to, I don't even want to give too much of the plot away because the first, the first episode is brilliant. It's really good telly. It's got you. The first 10 minutes is so intense with what, what happens. I can't even tell you what happens. And, um, but it's brilliantly done. It's really graphic, bit dark, another Gendel dark one. Um, but it's Brian Cranston, exactly like you say, being a bit Walter Whitey again. It's no one, no actor in the world. Like I say, it's a bit like Ozark. I think he can do it a bit. Uh, Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman, yeah. But Brian Cranston, nobody in the world can do I'm in an extreme situation as a decent man. And shouldn't be a, here. And yeah. shouldn't be here, but I'm dealing with it. And even though you perhaps have been bad, you kind of root for him. But... He has to think on his feet. There's certain scenes in it. You could pluck a couple of scenes out of it 
that could have been dropped into Breaking Bad, the way he deals oh, really? with certain situations. So if you're like if you're a Breaking Bad fan, you'll love it. Just is it far that. enough away? Can you are you watching it going, oh, this is a bit bit Breaking Baddy, or are you watching it yeah, going, no, this is sick? No, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's far enough away to be. He's a different character completely, but he can just do those little situations so yeah. well, better than anyone. And they're, and they're worth it. Just and there's just a few little bits where you're like quite shocking in, in the way he deals with things, and it's great. It's really good. Lots of good uh, good little twists and turns. Ten episodes. Finished it last night. Wow! Um, Five episodes a night. You're my hero. Did you no, we really? Start, no, do we, that? no, we started it midweek. Oh, okay. We, we started it midweek, so uh, it's been a kind of an all weeker. But I wanted to finish it. I wanted to finish it last night so I could fully give the recommendo on it um Wicked. today but yeah brilliant sky atlantic i think it's on now tv maybe if you've got that but it's worth a watch good good 10 episodes of telly there you go then people gendo's recommendo this week is your honor gendo recommendo link in the show notes mm, for sure um, said that a lot oh, this yeah. week haven't i link yeah. in the show notes yes yeah, because you know i'm doing the show notes this week. You're doing the show notes. Yeah, Loads so. to do this week, mate. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> You'll be right. fine. Shall mate. we do the uh, test that? See if anyone's left us a review. Oh my goodness. Do, do, do. Please give us a nice review. If you do, 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 then next week we'll say thank you. Right, this is the bit where we check live if we've had a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can leave a review. Is it only Apple? It is Apple, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we just don't bother checking the uh, Google one. I can tell by the analytics that we don't have very many Android Google listeners, but if you are an Android, hello. Um, Here we go. This is where we check, and if you've left us a review, we'll read out that review, and we will say thank you. Have we got any? Yes. Mate, yes. Go on, go on. Um, this is from Deck. Says, love to listen on morning hike with the dog while the missus is doing ballet. John Lewis, sell the J bin bags, by the way. Um, not that we have such a fancy bin. <laughs> John Lewis sell them. John, yeah, Deck. Uh, thanks, Deck, for that brilliant review. Uh, we were talking about Gendall's um, J. Bin bags. Posh bin bags. Um, he's got... Stephen F66 says, worth a listen just for the jingles alone. Oh. Five stars, legends. Thanks, man. Oh, and those are our reviews for this week. Thank you, guys. Fantastic. Love it. No, I'll, uh, as really we said, nice. I'm trying to find the jingle and fill time, but we will, of course, uh, say thank you if you leave us a review. Do, do. Do please give us a nice review. If you do, 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 then next week we'll say thank you. Ah, oh, thank you for leaving us reviews. It's really nice. And that's genuinely, we don't check in the week. So that's a really nice surprise. And what we do is the moment we finish recording, we then chat about those reviews. Just, we just chat about it amongst ourselves. We that bit as well. But um, yeah. yeah, thank you. Keep them coming in. And also, while you're there, give us a little share, maybe screen grab the little podcast cover and just whack it up, tag us in it. And um, Tell your mates about it if you're enjoying the podcast. It really helps us climb that invisible podcast ladder to fame. And tell your mates by checking in with them. As we said yeah. at the start, this, uh, this podcast is all about 
checking in with your mates you haven't spoke to in a, in a while. I had a really good uh, catch up on Friday night actually with our good mate Thompson. We had, you know, we had a Zoom, you were on it for a little bit. Yeah, and, yeah, um, I popped in for a bit. Had to peel out and it ended up with just me and Thompson and we had a really good one on one chat. So, and we at the end of it we went, that was good, wasn't it? Just want, just two of us on this chat for a bit. So go and have a little one on one. I'm meeting mates. my mate. I'm meeting my mate Mitch tomorrow for a little, uh, a little coffee and a walk. Um, that's illegal. Is that illegal? Yes. I'm not meeting him. Cut that oh, bit, Mikey. Mikey, cut that bit. <laughs> on Zoom, oh, on Zoom, you meant. On Zoom. on Zoom. That's what I meant. Yeah. That's what you meant. That's what I meant. Walking, having a walk on a treadmill. Absolutely. On Zoom. That's cool. Yeah. Thanks for um, listening. Um, yeah, cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm literally off to bed. I'm gonna, I've got to go to bed. It's too late. 4.45. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. 5.45. You need to get your clock fixed. No, I'm on about what time you've got to get up. 4.45, oh, right. you said. I know, but how weird is that, that it's 5.45 now? No, we're getting later every week with this, aren't we? I know. We'll soon be doing it live, Tuesday mornings. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday morning live. Uh... All right, guys. Well, thank you. Seriously, thanks for listening. Love you all. And uh, yes, we do. Means a lot to us that you you stick in with us. All right. Cheers, Gendo. Have a good one. Cheers, dude. Bye. Bye. Recording. So, regular listeners to the pod will know. That at this point, we chat with Mikey. But the big news, bar anything else, is that it was Mikey's birthday yesterday. Oh, thanks. Mate, how does it feel to be 46? (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Mate, happy birthday. Did you have a nice day? I had a wicked day. Um, You know, weather was great. Nice sunny day out walking with the family and the dog. Went skateboarding. Ate loads of food. Got spoiled rotten. I thought you were going to say eight loads of SH1T then because you you texted me to say that you fell off your skateboard a couple of times. Was that the day before? No, that was midweek on my lunch oh, break then. where I absolutely <laughs> nailed myself. Like ollieing over a, a brick and one foot landed off the board, the other one on the board, split the difference, <sighs> groin strain. Mate. Put some of this muscle revitalizing gel on on the evening a little bit close to the sphericals if i'm okay, honest good good yep. um, <laughs> but yeah feeling much better now good uh well happy birthday dude um you don't look a day over 39 thanks i guess yeah no you do look good you don't look your age to be honest you do look quite young which is rather annoying but hey ho so listen mikey does a podcast mixtapes with mike he gets a guest on from any walk of life and they pick 10 tracks and then they chew down and chat about them i'm gonna absolutely hold my hands up i've not listened for a few episodes now but i did catch lauren's obviously because of my connection with lauren yeah um but again really nice um just it's really nice to hear why people choose their music isn't it well, that's that's the crux of the show, is that I encourage people to pick tracks that mean something to them, and that could be connected to a point in time in their life or a particular story, but as long as the music's important to them in some way, that's what sort of drives the conversation. 
Yeah, it comes and, across, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, and and it, by doing it that way, people who are hesitant about doing an interview, it's like I don't know what I'll, I don't know what I would say. It just naturally comes out of them because it's associated with something that's important to them, and that's 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 how I trick people into talking about themselves, basically. Nice. Who is this week's guest? Okay, so this week's guest is a comedian by the name of Dan Nightingale, and he is a bit of a hero of mine. So, like, he flyered me when I was at Edinburgh as a punter back in 2008, and then we kind of kept tabs on him ever since then, me and my wife. And then, obviously, with me getting into comedy, like, five or six years later, I, you know, I, I hold him in quite high regard because he is one of the best in the UK, in my eyes. Um, and we've never really had a full-blown conversation before. Like, we've shook hands five or six times when he's introduced me on stage at gigs, and we've chatted on messenger about various things but it's the first time we've actually sat down and had a proper chat and we got on really well and i didn't fanboy out um, <laughs> so kept it together i was just listening to another podcast as well actually smartless which i love i think it's so funny and they were talking about fanboying on that with george clooney and it really made me laugh and it's a, it's a proper thing isn't it when you when you like someone and you you, you can't help but be different a bit different yeah, there's 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 a thing where you kind of become a little bit socially awkward when you look up to someone. I used to get it with you and Gend when we were younger. <laughs> Stop it! And you were like the, the the sponsored snowboarders that would sort of come through the dome, and I'd be like, oh, I've seen him in magazines and stuff. And you just you're you're not a hundred percent certain how to behave, so you you inevitably end up being a bit weird. <laughs> and yeah. so like. Thankfully, I've got past that because I, I now know that you're both a pair of idiots, but um, <laughs> but managed to sort of keep it together. For Dan. Dan. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, like, he he has a very, very successful podcast of his own uh, called Have a Word, but he also has a music side project where he sits down with a DJ by the name of Felix Leiter, and they dissect where samples come from in particular ah. songs really really interesting so we got stuck into that um very eclectic mix not really a curated playlist of things that slot together there's some there's a lot of hard left turns you know you go from radiohead to run the jewels um to ryan adams it's it's all over the shop but the chat was very very amusing as you'd expect all right amazing well i will definitely listen to this one and you should too so um whilst you're on your little iPod now? iPod? Does anyone use iPods? You know what I mean. Whilst you're on your iPhone or your Android, whatever you're listening on, go have him a search out. Mixtapes with Mike and you'll find the latest episode. Cheers, Mikey. Cheers, mate.